And we're live. Hooray. Great. Nice. Yay. We did it. Yay. And um, and since uh, I know, John, you got your second shot. Paul, did, did you get your second shot? Yeah, a week ago. We're all we're all second dosed. Yay. Have any any side effects from you guys? Yep. Been Forearm. laid up on the couch sick all week. Oh man! <clears throat> all week, sick. anything I've anything I've eaten has set me off. It sucked. Oh, that's weird. I I usually hear any side effects last maybe a day. Nope. Been out of commission till about today. Honestly, this is why I'm actually able to have a smoothie. Oh man, that sucks. Was it just like flu-like symptoms? It was literally my stomach felt like it was on fire. Oh god, I haven't heard that one. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Reese had it too, so we both had it. It was great. Okay. And Paul, just a sore <clears throat> arm, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, that's all that happened for me. So, but that's pretty. See, exciting. I thought that's what I had first, because like on Saturday I was fine. Like my my arm it didn't even hurt that much. And then Sunday, most of the day I was fine. And then after dinner on Sunday, like I just my stomach felt like it was on fire. Uh, I couldn't sleep because it kept waking me up. It was bad for a couple of days. Yeah. Okay. And you got the COVID vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't heroin, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you guys are like a week away from being fully vaxxed. What's the what's the first thing you're gonna do with your newfound protection? Go somewhere with a mask on. That's good. That's smart. Literally makes no difference to me. I've been working for months now in public, so Okay. But yeah, no, definitely still wear a mask. That's smart. There's those new variants out there. Delta. Mm-hmm. Put, keep your masks on, people. Well, cool. I'm glad I'm glad for both of you. That's great. Um, trying to think. What what was new in the last week with you guys besides being sick? I mean, that was literally it. One of the GDQs is happening, and I didn't know about it until yesterday. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I've noticed that. A trend a bunch of people didn't know. Yeah. It's like they didn't advertise or like it didn't hit the usual circles for some reason. I didn't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reese came downstairs and I was like watching it on my phone. She's like, is GDQ happening? She's normally like way ahead of me. She's normally the one telling me about it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. Oh, was it, was it good? Did you guys watch anything good? I have not uh, watched it to be perfectly honest. Okay. I mean, it I is still going. Either. It's going till Saturday. Yeah. I might try to catch up with some VODs at some point, but like I just basically learned about it. <laughs> So I assume they're doing good. Yeah, I'm loading it up now. Uh, I can't. They've got a million dollars raised. So, OK, is there any like specific VODs that you're you're going to make sure to go back and watch or anything you're looking forward to that you know of? I have the schedule. I, I don't up, know. So what do you what do yeah, you I'd... see on the schedule that piques your interest, John? Link the faces of evil. All cutscenes. Link the okay. faces of evil. Uh, let's see here. What's going on tonight? Doom Eternal just happened. There's a Pokemon Black and White race right now. Halo 2 is happening later tonight. Manifold Garden, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. In the chat, we have a, a high recommendation for the Paper Mario speedrun. Oh, yes, I did catch the start of that. That was, that was interesting. 
That was definitely interesting. Which Paper Mario was it? The original. Okay. It's definitely unique. I'll give it that. I'm also hearing a, an entitled Goose Game co-op was fun to watch. All right, sure. I would like to. Yeah, that was last night. I would like to see some high-level untitled Goose Game. I think that would be pretty enjoyable. Sure. Uh, I might watch some of these Castlevania block games: Ritual of the Night, Dawn of Sorrow, Bloodlines, Rondo of Blood, and then Castlevania OG. Probably skip Castlevania '64 because fuck that game. Yeah. That might be the thing I do. Right on. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think. If I, oh, I got a couple movie things I just want to update people on so they know what's going on okay. in my life. Werewolves Within, it was a fun time. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that was okay. I enjoyed watching that. Um, Sam Richardson is is just, he's always fun to watch. Um, he's great in that, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and a, as a movie based on a Ubisoft VR game, based off of a social card game um it's like surprisingly good so i guess it ha- i guess technically it's like one of the best video game movies <laughs> just by sure. like just it kind of works its way up there um yeah so that was fun um and then on the other end of the sam richardson uh scale t- uh tomorrow war with um chris pratt sam oh. richardson and yvonne strakowski i'm not that's probably not how you pronounce the last name that movie sucks yeah, that looks terrible. I'm surprised you actually bothered with it. I just I, you know, I, I was just I had an I had an evening and I was like, let's just watch the new movie sure. on Amazon Prime. And and honestly, like the first 75 percent, it's like, OK, this is rocky, but like. It, it's OK, like I'm not hating my time here. Then it just uh-huh. gets extremely stupid and the pacing is weird. They like end the movie and they're like, wait, not yet. There's another thing. And it's like, what is happening <laughs> Oh, that that movie's so bad. <laughs> the Tomorrow War. Yeah. Ugh. Well, the like the the premise is not terrible if you like goofy sci-fi. So what, okay, ha- what the premise from what I heard was like they they brought people from the past to fight a war in the future. Or yeah. Like that? So like during a football game, like European football during a soccer game, a bunch of people like warp it through a portal and they're like, we're from the future and we're losing. We need an army. And so, like, every week they send thousands of civilians into the future to help fight. And it's like, okay, this, this seems, this is a silly premise. I'm that, here for that. That sounds terrible because then you're, that's going to make, like, a massive butterfly effect, wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> surprisingly, they don't really go into, like, paradoxes Wow, it sounds like a well-written movie. <laughs> um, it's extremely predictable. Um, and the, But like I said, then the pacing just goes off the end and it's bad. Uh, I will say, like the the special effects, they looked good. The mon- the aliens looked good. So seventy five percent of the movie is okay. That's that's pretty much all I can say about that. So. Okay. And then yeah. apart from that, um, just a just a quick couple uh, TV recommendations I want to put out there. Loki's still great. I can't wait for that finale next week. Finally uh, watched the first episode. You did? Nice. Yeah. What did you think of episode it one? It was good. Nice. Episode two, I think, is really good because it turns into like a buddy cop thing with Owen Wilson. And that's that's really mm. fun. Uh, then it goes into some weird places. But episode five was okay. great. Yeah. All I'm going to say is that alligator. Hell yeah. Stole the show as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Um, what else am I going to say? Oh, the new Monsters, Inc. TV show air premiered last night. Monsters at Work. This is on Disney Plus. 
Uh, I enjoyed that. I only watched the first episode. There's two out there. I just wanted I, I think it's just kind of surprising that we are getting a spinoff show that looks as good as a Pixar movie and has the full voice cast like they didn't get just other people. You know, Mike, Sully, they got the guys uh, and that was pretty exciting to see. So that that's cool. Um, also, Tuca and Birdie season two is fantastic. And I'm still watching that. It's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. I, yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Um, Speckle is my favorite character. He's just delightful every oh time God. he does anything. <laughs> the the whole like bachelor party stuff with him being <laughs> high as fuck is that's so good. That was fun. Did you watch yeah. the most recent one? But like the nighttime stuff. Uh, if it's this week's, I haven't watched. OK, it Speckle has a pretty great like su- like subplot going on during that. So you're going to enjoy it. Tukin Birdie's fantastic and more people need to watch it because that show needs to be saved. I feel like it's always on its like last legs. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's that's entertainment of my life. John started Loki. You guys watching anything else? Uh, I Resident Evil Mario Infinite Brothers Darkness movie. starts today. So. Yeah, no, the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, man. Yeah, I watched the director's cut. Okay. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so a couple weeks back, uh, some fans of the movie found 20 minutes of lost footage and added it into the movie to make some scenes make more sense. And honestly, I watched it, and, like, it's a terrible Mario movie, but it was, it's a fun yeah. 90s movie. Yeah. It was okay. stupid as hell. It was great. I loved it. Okay, well, that's sure. good. So, like, where do you... Is it just, just online? Where'd you get the director's yeah, cut? Yeah, it's just on the Internet Archive. Okay. Just look up Mario Brothers director's cut and you'll find the entire movie. Okay. Cool. I still have not ever seen that movie. Yeah, I hadn't seen it until this week. And I was like, I need something to do. I'm on break. So I, I'm I'm on break from streaming now for a little bit. I'm back tomorrow for at least a little bit. But uh, I was just like going crazy, like what I need something to do. What do I need to do? And I had already beaten a couple games already. So I'm like, uh, Mario movie. Honestly, that makes sense hearing you're on break because you played more games than John, Paul and I combined, which is a rarity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm honestly surprised to hear you hadn't watched the uh, Mario movie until recently. That seems like something that would have just e- like everyone keeps saying that to me. Like, how have you not seen that? Like, oh, that's never seen it yeah every time something lined up like uh just never got a chance even one of my roommates had a dvd of it and he's like let's watch it and then like when we plan to watch it he lost it so like it just <laughs> things just kept happening for it to not happen so it's just like all right fine i'll never watch the damn movie then i guess oh, man maybe you weren't supposed to watch it and now yeah. maybe like now it's just that's all probably why i got sick here. i got sick right after watching that movie so now it, ma- it matches up that's true maybe you'll never feel as healthy as you did last week <laughs> Because of the Mario movie? I don't know, man. Or at least the director's cut version of it. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm still alive, because it was the director's cut, not that's the true. original. true. You, you're going to have to Ooh. watch the inverse of that movie. I, to I fix got through yourself. on a technicality. Yeah, what what would the like complete opposite of the Mario Brothers movie be? Sonic. Yeah, Sonic I don't know. Movie. I feel like that's another video game movie. Like, it's not the... I, I was oh, thinking it's not it has, opposite, but it's like the video game opposite. I was thinking it has to be like a documentary about... <laughs> Like, <laughs> like a sport. Yeah. All right. You gotta watch some some sports documentary. Whatever the furthest sport is from playing Super Mario Brothers. Someone says a, a Ron Jeremy porno. There you go. 
Yeah, that's the exact opposite. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Some people are saying March of the Penguins. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Write in. Write, write to us on Twitter with hashtag Super Mario Brothers is not. And then tell us which what? movie <laughs> is not the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. And yeah, just tweet tweet at Barack Obama. Hashtag <laughs> Super yeah, Mario Brothers is not. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> All right. Um, and while you guys are doing that, we're going to do the top down perspective on July 8th. And I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. John, we got to start with your list. What have you been playing on your week off? Well, uh, I've played a lot of games. I've beaten five games this week off. Uh, one of them I can't talk about because it's not out yet. And I don't know Wait, if I'm allowed to one, talk about one it One of yet. the five on your list? No. Oh, no, okay. no, no. There's a sixth one I did not put on this list that uh, that is not out yet. And I can't. T- I don't know if I can talk about it publicly yet or not. Okay. But it was a game I was excited for. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. I beat the story mode on that. That is a thing. Yeah, I am. I am muscling my way through that. How- I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the ending gets interesting, but you got to slog through a lot to get there. They should have led a bit more with the stuff they have in the ending. And I'm not going to say anything else because you'll know what I mean as soon as you get there. OK, so then I'm going to I want to ask based on where I am, how much more do I have it until this good stuff that you're talking about come up i'm in the sand area i'm a, I'm a few courses through the sand area uh what's the last major event you did in the sand area did you free up the rest of the course yeah like the water with from yeah. like the rock i just did that and i think i'm in the middle of whatever the next thing is after that one yeah i think you have to do like a, a full 18 course set or something like that after that okay Something like that. Um, you're close to where it starts getting a little interesting, but you have to do like you're gonna have to do a shit ton of backtracking. Oh I don't God. know how else to describe it. There's just a point where the, there's no other way to describe it other than extreme padding. I even me, a fan who's a, who's a huge <clears throat> fan of Mario Golf and was cool with everything at this point, was like, "What are they doing?" This is so bad. Yeah, I don't know. And man. then after like they, they teach you like a new mechanic and everything and then they have you do a stuff and then it's like, oh, yeah, now you need to do all this completely out of left field stuff. And it's like, OK, this is way more interesting. Where was this in the most game? But you're also like 70 percent through it. You're like, you, OK, yeah. I'm just really? going to tell you right now, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I can guarantee that 100%, but uh, you're also probably not doing the side missions like I've been doing, or like I did, which also made things worse. I was doing all of them, and then there was an area in this desert area where there was like eight of them all at once, and I was just like, Mm -hmm. I I need to just kind of keep going with the story. Sorry, all you Koopas, but nah, I'm out of here. It's so excessive. It's so excessive. I did them all. I shouldn't have. (laughs) Uh, like yeah as far as i can tell you don't get any reward except for like more experience and more money but it's like like such a small amount of experience and it's and i'm at a point in the story where it's like i've never had a challenge yet like the only challenge is if i hit the ball wrong 
then I have to I like, will course say, correct. Some of some of the ones in the desert <clears throat> area are actually challenging. There are some that they require some interesting shots. That's okay. About it. Okay. Yeah, I've yet to been come to a point where it's like, oh man, if I just had my like skimming one, this would have been great. Because if I just play the course normally, I still beat the AI. Oh yeah, no, no, the AI is not going to be a challenge. Yeah. Uh, there will be, like I said, the last part of the game adds some mechanics that are like you have to actually be careful uh but otherwise it's pretty lackluster until then yeah what a like weird bummer it's it's a it's so weird how much of a bummer this game is i love the multiplayer the multiplayer of the game is great is the mario golf i love and wanted but everything else about it sucks yeah and i haven't single player it's pretty meh i hate the animations for all the characters like there's no energy to them no personality to them really there's just a lot of, like it there's a lot about this that kind of sucks but just at least the core multiplayer the thing i actually cared about is good yeah and it's weird because like you know i'm playing as my me which is a bummer and i don't get to do any like cool moves and at least like i think of like mario the the tennis one aces at least then mm-hmm. i was like from the get-go doing like crazy super shots with mario like all the time and and whatnot now it's just like i'm, I'm just <coughs> playing regular golf and, and then i have to keep running after the ball which i absolutely hate yeah no um this this feels lackluster uh even like even like the whole like not 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 even the i don't even think half the roster of playable characters you bump into in story mode yeah i'm, I'm trying to think of like who i've seen from like the core mario team and it's like Mm-hmm. So they, I think they mentioned Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong visually sh- is mentioned, like he shows up in a cutscene, and then like, I think that's it. Oh no, no, there, there is more to it. I forgot. He, sh- I think he shows up in one of the matches you're going to be doing down the road. Yeah, no, I just mean up to like, like my point. Like I'm a few hours in. Up, up, up to your point. You've you've seen <laughs> Donkey Kong in a cutscene, and he was in a tournament you were in, but he wasn't in your group. Charge and Chuck <laughs> yeah, was like... in your group. Who was in your group? Why even put Donkey Kong in there if he's not in my group? Like, what? Who it's cares? so dumb. Like, he did awful when I played through. He was, like, ranked, like, 15th or something like that. He did terrible. And he was the only, like, gold badge member, too. Right, yeah. No, I do remember that. Which, like, makes no sense from, like, a narrative point. It's like, I guess I guess because I'm a savant, and so are a lot of my colleagues that I live with. I don't know. Yeah, it's a bummer. Like I said, the core gameplay is great. Maybe wait for it to go on sale. Well, it's a Nintendo unless game, you got so... A, unless you got a lot of people... Yeah, so it never will. So really, just buy it now and just play golf with your friends. Not, But not the game golf with your friends. Actually, no. Uh, golf with your friends is way more fun than this game. And then... I love golf with your friends. I'm laughing out loud all the time with golf with your friends. The golf itself is not technically better, but I think that game is more fun. Uh, other than that, I finished the story mode for that. I finished the story mode for a game I can't talk about yet. Uh, started playing Gears of War 5. Okay. I think you had started this Finally before. Finally got around to this. Did you, like, restart it or? Nope. No? Okay. Nope. Never did. I had planned on playing it. The, mm-hmm. I got, like, the early edition or whatever it was, the ultimate edition. Installed it. Just never got around to playing it. Every time I wanted to go play it, there was another huge patch, so I just never got around to playing it. Even the, <clears throat> the only reason I watched Loki this week 
was because I went to go play Gears of War 5 and it had to download 80 gigs of data. So I was like, well, I need something to watch. I watched an hour long episode of Loki, came back and the the Series X had turned off in the middle of downloading. And so I had to well, turn it, it back on. It should still download when it's off, though. It didn't download enough, apparently. I needed okay. 33% downloaded to play the the campaign, and it decided to, to prioritize the DLC instead. So that was cool. So yeah, I started that. That's fun. <clears throat> but I haven't gotten to the point where the actual marketing was at, if that makes sense. All the marketing pushed this whole big story with Kat and like uh, her past and all this. And like the show, like, oh, all this shit happens to all these characters in the trailers. And I'm at the point before all this has happened and, and it's been going on for a while. So I'm like, oh, when's the actual marketing stuff kicking in here? Yeah, I mean, I don't so, know what specific marketing stuff you're referring to, but have you gotten to the part where it's like <clears throat> like an open world kind of? Nope. Oh, OK. It's 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 Gears of War 4.5 right now. That's what I'm at right now. I, yeah. So you must have played like, I don't know, an, an hour, maybe two at most, because a yeah, lot most of. Yeah, probably. Two hours, probably. Yeah. Uh, you got to be at, close because most of that game. I'm at chapter 1.4 or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly which chapter, but it's got to be soon when it opens up and you get like the sand. I, I'm assuming and stuff. act two. I'm assuming act two is when it actually like turns into that. I'm not at that point yet. Yeah, keep playing it. It gets it's really cool how kind of like a departure it, it, it takes. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard. But like I said, everything up to this point is, is just the same. So I'm like, all right, I love gears, but I'm just surprised. Uh, I also decided I just wanted to clear a bunch of shorter games, so I played uh, Jane Silent Bob Mall Brawl, which is a uh, NES-style beat-em-up where you play as either Jay or Silent Bob, and you're escaping from the mall, and you're just beating up a bunch of characters. All right. It's all right. It's a bit stiff feeling, because, you know, it's an NES game, or an homage or an NES game, but right. it was okay. Okay. Nothing really right home about. Two players, if you have a local friend. Otherwise, you switch between Jay and Silent Bob. And if one gets knocked down, you you like play as the other. <clears throat> but their health starts recharging, so you can bring them back. And then when you beat the game, you unlock hard mode where that feature is gone. So it kind of sucks in that aspect. I'm like, oh, that's I didn't like this enough to get this good at it. So that would be hard. That. OK, yeah. Uh, like I said, just going through shit, I figured it'd be short. So I tried to Jumanji the video game because I thought this was also going to be a beat em up. No, it's the cover-based shooter. Which Jumanji is this based off of? The one with The Rock and Kevin Hart and uh, Jack Black. The The first one or the second one? Uh, there's two of those now, right? Technically neither. It's just, it's the same four characters, but uh, you don't play as any of the... Uh, I guess technically it's based off the first one. Okay. Because Jack Black's character sounds like a valley girl. Right, okay. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. then. So it's a cover-based shooter. Um, you all have three lives and your standard health meters. Uh, you can take cover. You can vault over cover. Uh, you have everyone has like their own special ability. The rocks as he does, he punches the ground and creates a shockwave. Classic. Um, yep. Ruby Roundhouse has the boom box that makes enemies dance, so you can beat them up easier. Oh yeah, I Jack remember Black's that character. scene. What that that's in the movie? That's is it? in the movie. I don't well, remember that. She makes herself dance, but yeah, I don't remember that at all. Okay, I'll take your word yep, for it. That is that's okay. that's straight up in the in that Jumanji movie. Uh, Jack Black has an AOE heal effect, and okay. 
the best character is Kevin Hart's character. <clears throat> Mouse, I think his name is like the dude with the giant backpack. Yeah, because his special move is he summons a monkey that goes and kills enemies for him. OK, that definitely does not happen in the movie. That one definitely doesn't happen in the movie. Okay. You're right there. All right. But uh, yeah, no, the monkey literally out damages every other character to the point where when I was playing with AI partners uh, and when I played as him, he was always the one with the most kills. Didn't matter who we were playing as. Mouse was always the leader in kills. It was ridiculous. And simply because you just press the button for 15 seconds, the monkey runs around, finds any enemy, kills them in one hit. You don't have to do anything. You don't even have to aim. And it recharges. Like, once he comes back, you get a three-second cooldown. It's stupid how powerful that ability is. But it doesn't matter because there's only four stages, and that's it. There's no other content in there, but they want you to level up to level 30 to unlock costumes in a game that has four stages. And as far as I'm aware of, no DLC. I mean, this is a movie tying game. I would not expect much at all. I'm so you bought yeah. this under the impression it was a different genre or you wanted this. I thought it reason. was I thought it was a beat em up. I thought it was a top down beat em up like a Diablo style or a like a Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance. Style. Yeah. OK. Yeah. That was something more like that. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, I guess that would that would make sense. If I think of like Jumanji movie, I would think of like, you know, that old Tarzan game. Where it's yeah, just like a platformer. I could have seen that because there's or like Pitfall. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Pitfall's a good one. I, I like, and I think of the movie Jumanji. I'm not thinking of all those epic gunfights. I'm thinking of like them getting chased by ostriches and and uh, shouting, "What Weed year is it?" Like <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so everyone also has soundalikes too for their characters, except I can't tell if that's actually Jack Black's voice. Whoever they got for the voice actor, if it's not Jack Black, is a really good soundalike. You know, out of the four actors, <clears throat> I bet it's it would be easiest to get Jack Black to do some video game uh, VO. He's he's like probably the most connected to the industry and would be the most psyched to do it. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Um, I know I, I'll I'll look that down. I'll look that up at some point. Uh, and then I started playing another game, Penguin Wars. I have no Penguin idea. Penguin Wars. I think I've talked about it here on the on the podcast before. Um, it is Crossfire. I don't know how else to describe it. Is Crossfire the board game where you have like the little Gatling guns where you shoot ball bearings at, to move a puck to the other side? I don't. What? Okay, I don't think I know this board have game. You ever, Okay, uh, but like it's it's you have a character that moves around. There are five balls in front of you. They're like it's like dodgeball. Basically, you throw them to the other side uh, to try to get all the balls to land on your opponent's side so they lose or take a lot of damage. But you have special attacks, special defenses. You can dodge. You can certain characters can catch the ball. Uh, you can do counterattacks and everything. There's special themes. There's special balls that do more damage. There's ones that if the puck hits the other side, they instantly lose. It's uh, it's just a chaotic, like fast-paced, fun game with a weirdly good soundtrack. And sorry, you're talking about the Crossfire board game or the Penguin Wars has a good soundtrack. Peng- Penguin Wars has oh, a good soundtrack. Okay. All right. I assume the Crossfire board game also has a good soundtrack <clears throat> based on the commercial. I would hope so. This looks '90s as hell. Uh, oh, it totally is. I, I think it's from the '80s. Yeah, I have no uh, memory of this. Yeah, I definitely have not played this board game. It's fun. Otherwise, that's uh, that's all I'm playing. Oh, I finished Pacross too. I guess that's the other one I left off. Uh, which Pacross? 
S6. I'm finally free of the cross S for a little bit. There, there's not a seven one at the moment. Not yet. The that Sega one's supposed to be coming out at some point. Okay. Eventually. Nice. Uh, what about you, Paul? Uh, I've been playing a game called Everhood. Have either of you heard of this one? Sounds familiar. No, I looked it up and I, I have not. So, Everhood is oh. a adventure RPG that every fight is done in the style of a rhythm game that requires you to dodge your enemy's attacks until they basically give up. It's got Undertale energy from what I've seen of it. Uh, it's, I mean, yes, <laughs> in a lot of ways. You know, and most games I'll leave have it at that because energy at this point. No, no, this is no, very this, much this one like takes a lot spo- of notes from it, from what I've seen. Almost like it's almost a spoiler to say that it's Undertale, like in a lot of stuff they do with the stories and stuff like that. So okay. it's cool. Uh, it's. I don't know that I love playing it necessarily because it gets really tiresome, especially on my eyes, because it is a lot of flashing lights. And it's like if you're playing just like expert guitar hero consistently with no breaks and like the screen starts warping around sometimes or like psychedelic effects start happening. Like you're doing the endless set list. Because you want to get those 20 achievement points. I, I'm picking up what you're putting yeah. down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of not a rhythm game, though, because you're not doing anything to a rhythm. You're kind of dodging all of the attacks that are just coming at you. It's from like the there's a note highway, but it's just like an aesthetic. Yeah, kind of. And like, I guess there is a rhythm to how you were being attacked but you are not going into that rhythm. You are trying to avoid it at all costs, essentially. So, yeah, it is about four to five hours to do a single playthrough, and then there are multiple endings, so I'll go back to it and see what those are like. And it has... um, It has weird shit going on with the story and this kind of, like... You're trying to figure out who the hell you are. You play a puppet named Red, and it's obvious that, like, the character you're playing has some sort of weird latent power that, like, everybody's afraid of. It's pretty obvious that, like, there's something going on in this world and, like, your character is a player in it uh, and has been there for multiple times or eons or whatever. And uh, there's weird shit going on. It's really hard to talk about without just talking spoilers, so I'm not going to. I think people should check it out, though. Uh, it is interesting in a way that I don't find many games are. It doesn't play like anything else on the market at all. Uh, it's cool. It's just a cool little thing nice. that's worth checking out. Especially if you are the type of person to say, I played and liked Undertale, you 100% should check this out. It's doing very similar things that you probably liked that Undertale did. Um, oh, maybe with the caveat that, like, maybe take a look at a video or something because it, it's kind of brutal. Like, it's got a I lot know of flashing lights too, from what I've seen. It's a lot of flashing lights. It's crazy intense on your eyes. Uh, and if like, it just seems like it might be difficult. Like, I know one person in particular uh, has been. He he was the one that actually said, like, uh, are you going to check this game out or whatever and kind of put it on my radar months ago. And he was excited about it. He's played half an hour of it and says, like, I'm just not good enough to get far on it. 
And like, that's, that's a kind of a bummer because I know what part he said that he's getting stuck at. It gets incredibly harder than what he's stuck at, like incredibly harder. So, yeah, maybe just keep that in mind. Is it relatively new? Uh, it came out March Last of this year? year. Oh, it was this year. OK. Yeah, it came out. Well, this hopefully year. maybe they'll, they'll like patch in like an easier mode or some difficulty settings or something. Apparently they have patched one of the fights in particular to not be as intense on the eyes and the lights. And there's like a point in playing this game where after I was done playing, I felt dizzy and almost wanted to throw up and I'm not light sensitive generally. So like it can be a little too far. Sometimes. So like you got to play this with a VR headset and get the full experience. No. So yeah, yeah go lose all your vision. Yeah. Yeah. It might make it easier. Like, you know, you got to become one you got when you're, you know that feeling you get when you're playing Guitar Hero for a long time, then you look at the wall and everything's moving? Yeah. It's like that cranked up to like 100 because in the game, also while you're doing that, like dodging stuff, the screen is also sometimes like warping to try to like fuck with you to like make you die and stuff. It, yeah, it might be like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, some of the stuff they do, but... Uh, it's neat. It's a neat game. Uh, other than that, I started my Yakuza uh, trail. My I started down the trail with uh, Yakuza Zero. I'm welcome only to, welcome. I'm on this in. quest too. Oh, okay, cool. I'm only about four hours in. You're probably past, which me. means I, I've seen the beginning, and the world has opened up, and there I'm probably just going to be stuck in chapter two forever because there's too much shit to do. Oh, okay. I, um, I'm nearing the end of chapter two. Okay. Did you do like all the side stuff that I came across? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. To yeah, the, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't do like every single like pachinko machine I found. I didn't go into like every single building so that I could play the Sega arcade games. But when I came across like a side quest, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll help you stop selling your underwear. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds buy, like that game. Buy a gun from. <laughs> the guy or help the guy that's buying a gun from the dude or whatever i think i yeah i don't missed know. there's that a bunch one. of shit I, I don't know uh well i actually like i'm only playing it when my girlfriend wants to watch which is like on the rare occasion um sure. but um i did when i returned to it most recently like a, two weeks ago i set the difficulty to easy because i was like you know what? at this point i just want to watch the story and just kind of get through mm-hmm. this. So I, I don't really care about the beat em up gameplay because it the beat em ups happen so frequently. Like I'm running across the city to do a side quest and like three dudes just jump me and it's like, oh, yeah, that's, I have that's found the game. <clears throat> I have found as I unlocked more stuff, I've liked the beat em up stuff a lot more and switching between the different styles has been super fun. So I really like the beat em up stuff so far. Uh, I do need to get more money to buy more upgrades to make it funner, but yeah, it's fine so far. Uh, it's a surprisingly decent story right from the get-go. And, like, the voice acting is phenomenal. So, like, everything about it right now is just a nice little package that I'm having fun with. Uh, I definitely don't feel any rush to get through it as fast as possible. But I'm yeah. enjoying meandering in it. I am going through and doing every UFO catcher and Sega thing. So I'm doing the opposite of you. I'm spending okay. all the time. You'll, you will have thing. the longer time at the game, but I think you will you'll enjoy what it is as a result. Well, when I'm done with it, I'll like when I don't want to play 
when I don't want a UFO catcher anymore, I'll stop and keep going and stuff like that. The dancing's fun. The karaoke is great. All that stuff is fucking phenomenal. So, but yeah, that's all I've been doing this week. All right. I played through that new Space Jam beat em up game uh, that kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, it's a beat em up. Okay. Weird. <laughs> Someone's hmm. ears perked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it could have been Jumanji. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They did not make a cover shooter for Space Jam, a new legacy. Uh, yeah. No. Um, they announced that they wanted to make some kind of Space Jam game a couple, like a month or two ago, and they took submissions from just like the public and they came down to uh, a beat em up which Makes if you're sense. a game pass ultimate subscriber it is free for you um you just have to go to wherever the perks app is on the platform you're using um it uh on the actual series x it's literally on like the the front page it's on the front of your dashboard right which that takes you to like the perks section for that so if, but but those yeah. things kind of rotate around so if you if, if that's not on there it's it, you can't just like search for it it's not in the store it's kind of weird how they're rolling this out i think on the 15th the the terminology is it goes free for everyone i don't know if that means free for everyone who has game pass or if that means it's actually going to be free for everyone and it's going to be on different consoles. Mm. I'm not exactly sure, but right now it's exclusive to Game Pass Ultimate, which is just this is the first time that's ever happened. That's kind of weird. Anyways, it's like it's fine. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That's pretty much it. It like there's not a lot of voice lines for each of the characters, but it's like it's serviceable. There's like four stages, so there's one boss per stage. There's a, a weird 8-bit look in Don Cheadle because he's the bad guy in the movie. You get like a special attack. Also, each of the characters is like dribbling a, a, a basketball the whole time. So when you start attacking, you'll like throw the basketball at people and some of the enemies will even catch the ball and will throw it back at you. So you got to be careful. It only has local co-op, which is a bummer. Um, but if you are playing local multiplayer, you guys can like pass the ball back and forth and do some combos that way. You get to play as LeBron, Bugs Bunny, or Lola Bunny. Lola's, like, special attack damages her, which is kind of weird. I, I didn't, like, uh. play it multiple times. Every time I died, I basically switched characters just to see what they were like. So my assumption is would be that hers is the most powerful if it has to damage you at the same time. But I, I didn't, like, double check that. And then you unlock these cards that are the other Looney Tunes characters that you can... It's basically your ultimate attack that you build up by hitting enemies and you can use that and they have like Yosemite Sam will come in and like shoot some people and Wiley Coyote will come in and drop a stink bomb and stuff like that. And, and uh, there's an old lady, which I don't remember her character's name. She's in some of the trailers. It's Granny. It's Granny Kit. That's yeah. Uh, she'll drop a bunch of health. So she's clearly the best. You know, in a beat em up, you're going to want all the health you can get. So, Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's free. So like for free, it's like this was a nice little surprise. But yeah, you can beat that whole game in like 30 minutes, maybe an hour if it's your first time. Uh, okay. I would have liked more voice lines for each of the characters. Each of them have like maybe yeah. two. That's mm. about it, which is a bit of a bummer. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to watch that movie and I think it's like next week and it'll be free on HBO. So I'm going to watch that. Yeah, 
Oh, it's yeah. free on HBO. Jesus. It's one of the, the HBO ones for this year. Pretty much any movie that HBO is doing this year is free. They had announced that. So, um, I don't know. I'm worried about that movie, man. Those trailers, I haven't been watching each one of them, but they seem kind of bad. And I like that first one. Mm. So, I don't know. A second Space Jam movie was never going to live up to the first, but it does. I, from what I had seen, it looked interesting, at least. Some some of this is interesting, but the more they're putting out there, the more it's like this seems really cringy. And I but I can't just tell if it's like was the first Space Jam bad and I have nostalgia for it or is I mean, this also that or is this yeah. new one just bad and the first one rocks because I did just watch it like a couple months ago and I still thought this was a good movie. Mm. I don't know. I think you just might not be the target audience for it anymore. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, where's the Space Jam sequel for us that grew up with Space Jam? That's what I want them to put up, come out with. Yeah, that's the Avengers. Bill Murray is Bill. Mur- where is Bill Murray going to be in this one? God, I hope not. That dude is key to Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he only in like two whole minutes of the first Space Jam? <laughs> Pretty much. No, he's yeah. in more than that. He comes to like play around with them in like the the second half. I remember him at the golf part at the beginning and then at the very end out of nowhere. Yeah, Those he, are the two things I does. remember. He comes out of nowhere and he plays a bit of basketball with them for sure. Yeah. Like Bill Murray's integral to, to them winning that thing. And then the the actor who plays Newman from Seinfeld, he's in there. Is he going to be in this yeah. one? Probably not because he was specifically friends with Michael or wasn't he like their his manager or something in the in the movie? I don't know if he was in real life. Oh, not in real life. Oh, yeah. He was he was Michael's like manager. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Anyway, the important Space Jam lore questions we never expected to have the piece together. Um, other than Space Jam, a new legacy of the game. Uh, I have started CrossCode. I didn't want to start CrossCode. I have a ton of games I'm playing right now, but all of a sudden Game Pass was like, hey, this is leaving on the 15th. Yeah, I just ignored that and said, I guess I'm not playing cross code. And I was like, I was like, shit, I got to play a 36 hour RPG right now. So I that's what I've been doing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I seem to be going game was probably on sale for like five bucks during the Steam sale, right? It's on sale on Xbox. Anything on Game Pass is usually on sale at the same time. Um, So, I mean, I could buy it, but it's like or I could save that money. And uh, and play through it um, in too short of a time period, uh, which is what I'm doing. Uh, Crosscode's cool. For those who don't know, it's an RPG where you are a character playing an MMO. The game itself is not an MMO, but it, narratively you are in an MMO and you've lost your memories because, of course, you have. You're an RPG protagonist. So it's dot .hack. <clears throat> yeah, it's very much dot .hack. And actually, I was thinking a lot about dot .hack. I wish there was kind of more like out of game content like i just want some like you know like i don't know teenage gamers having to deal with like school lives like some cutscenes for that but there's none of that so far um i'm about seven hours in or so i the how long to beat has it at 36 hours but i'm like halfway through the chapters at like around seven hours so unless these like second half chapters are about to get way longer i'm not really sure what's up with that I'm not doing every single side quest, but I'm doing a, a, a good chunk of them. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I also set all the difficulties to like real low because I was like, I just need to kind of get through this and I can't deal with like losing to this boss over and over again. Um, like they really want you to do every side quest before you like proceed to the next story thing. And they'll even say like, hey, you seem pretty weak at the moment. Do you want to go like level up a bit? And it's like, I don't got time for that, man. You're coming off a of game pass in like eight days. <laughs> um, but it's nice. You can turn down um, the frequency of how often the enemies attack you. You can turn down the percentage of damage they will do. And you can even turn down the like time elements in the puzzles. So if you have to like hit two switches in a certain time period, you can slow that down if you want. And I was like, sure, let's let's go. Cool. I'll, I'll just turn all this down. This is great. So that's all. Isn't that all the stuff Bravely Defaulted? I don't know, man. Bravely De- that most recent Bravely Default sucks. <laughs> but probably I would hope so. More games should do that. I welcome it. Um, the, the music's fantastic. Uh, it looks pretty good too. Um, so, so there's there's a lot in there. They have packed a whole bunch in there, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and one of the things that kind of uh, is helping out a lot this week, Game Pass Ultimate. Most recently, Game Pass uh, came to the iOS devices now, so I can play cloud games, and, and CrossCode is one of the cloud games, um, so I can play it on the go, which is pretty cool. And I brought a little bit of show and tell. I picked up one of those Backbone phone controllers. I saw that, yeah. This thing is awesome. So, like, um, first off, this is just for iPhones. They have not made an Android version. You have to take your case off to use it, which is a bit of a bummer, but it's, it's not a big deal. You basically just like slide the phone in and I'll try and paint a word picture as I'm doing this and then it just plugs into it. So it doesn't con- it doesn't connect through Bluetooth. Um, but at that point, like it's, you get a full on game controller and we got both c- triggers. This thing feels great to the point like it even has like clicky face buttons that like I feel like I'm playing using my switch. Like it, like it almost feels exactly like you're holding the switch, uh, which is which is kind of weird. But this thing like. This is this is a cool device. I hadn't picked up one of these in the past because they're pretty much never on sale and these go for $100, which I was like, I could never justify oh, wow. that price point. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, like it is it is a good product. Like the product justifies the price. It's not overpriced. I will say that. But I just couldn't justify spending $100 on something I wasn't going to use all the time. Um, but in the last week or so, they made a deal with Xbox where they're like, hey, if you buy a new backbone, we'll give you three months of Game Pass for free, which ends up being 45 bucks. Oh. And I was like, hmm. I, it's not I, I've been waiting for a sale on these things. They're not coming. So this seems like the time to pick one up. So I'm, I'm actually really glad I did pick one up. And so like this tied with like ha- cloud gaming when I'm out, like, I don't know, sitting waiting for like my movie to start or whatever. This thing is so cool. This is I like recommended. This thing feels great. Like it feels as good as like the switch joy cons on the switch feel, but the game was obviously look way better. Um, and then, you know, the cloud service is obviously hit or miss based on how things are running you know, with my, uh, with my data. But, uh, this is a yeah. cool little device. So that's, that's how I've been playing. Like a lot of my cross code actually is like in the car, uh, with one of these. So I just want to give a little shout out again. That's the backbone controller for ios devices if anyone is uh kind of interested i don't know if that deal is still going on but it, it was only last weekend when i when i was doing that so maybe it's still happening cool. uh, all right that's all i've been playing so let's do some news 
Uh, I think we should go a little out of order here and go with the big news first. If that's okay with you, Paul. I know you put these in a specific order on purpose. I did? Okay. I don't know. Which one's the big news? Mm-hmm. The big news is the Nintendo Switch OLED. Oh, that was big news? All right. I think that, w- that was a big deal for like a day. <laughs> well, it's mostly because people were upset about it. Yeah, well, I, I bring it to you two. How do, how do you feel about the Nintendo Switch OLED model? I don't eh? care. Honestly, the Ethernet port in the thing and the dock should have been there day one. So, like, that's yep. cool. And other that, than that, I don't care. Yeah, let's talk about kind of what, what they announced, what this device actually is. So, the, there's, a, there's a new dock that has an Ethernet port built into it. Uh, it takes the place of one of the USB ports. So, I think it goes yep. down from four to three. Um, the Ethernet port, it's not a big deal personally for me because I actually have one of those USB to Ethernet adapters that I just had plugged in anyways. So that's not changing anything in my life. Um, the big thing is the screen upgrade. So it is now a 7-inch OLED up from a 6.2-inch, I'm assuming an LCD screen. Um, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Sounds right, yeah. So 6.2 up to 7 inches OLED, so you're going to get brighter colors, you're going to get blacker blacks, it's going to look better. Uh, they've adjust, they've changed the kickstand. It now looks kind of like the, like the surface laptops where it's goes across the whole back now and it is adjustable. So you can kind of set which angle you want it to sit at. Sure. I don't, I don't know how, how many people were actually playing in tabletop mode, but I mean, might as well fix that. I mean, to be fair, the stand was like a little piece off of one corner. This makes way more sense from a design perspective. Yeah, no, for sure. Like why not fix it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, uh-huh. They've doubled the storage. It's now 64 gigs of internal, which is still kind of small for 2021 standards, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you still need definitely a card. needed for the switch. Well, I yeah. think it needs more like you're still going to get an SD card. Well, I'm just saying I'm saying more space is, is appreciated. Yep. Um, yeah, you still need an SD card, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, enhanced audio. They haven't really talked exactly what. It, how yeah, much better. I don't know they what just, that means. They just said better <laughs> onboard speakers. Um, cool. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So the, I guess the it's, it's it'll be fifty bucks more than the current switch. So instead of three hundred, it'll be three fifty. Um. That's it. It's kind of like the big question is how come? Why is there no like more RAM or a chip upgrade? I mean, I could probably tell you why there's not a chip upgrade, because nothing in the fucking world can get chips. No right. company in the world yeah. can get chips recently. So there's a lot of speculation about why that is. And, you know, a lot of it driving it was there was a ton of rumors and not just like random rumors like Bloomberg was reporting on like 4K and stuff like that. Um, so some of the stuff seemed like pretty, pretty serious with these rumors. You know, Nintendo didn't come out and say them. So, you know, you can only go so far, yeah. but... It wasn't just like made up on the internet, like serious publications were putting their foot down and saying, no, we have information. Um, so yeah, people are wondering like, did they have all these plans and they were just waiting for the chips and waiting for the chips. And at some point they were like, you know, we need to kind of get this thing out the door. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if what Bloomberg saw was like a prototype model that could do all of the shit. And it's like, and it's going to be a thousand dollars that nobody will pay for a switch. So yeah, this is just our dream model. I don't know. So this kind of begs the question of like, if, if there is a still a switch pro or whatever the next switch is that has a, a, like a hardware bump, 
would like next year be almost too soon? Like who would be okay buying this OLED? Yeah, I don't know. This, this feels like it's marketed to people who don't have the Switch already. Hundred percent. Like, if you, yeah, yeah, if you're getting the Switch, get this one. Yeah, there's. I think like there's no reason to get a a launch Switch at this point. So this thing comes out October 9th. If you're if you don't have a Switch and you're thinking of getting one around that point, there's no sense getting a launch one. Pay the fifty bucks more, get that nice screen. Like, yeah, sure, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Well, there was remember there was a mini revision too at the beginning of the Switch's lifespan. Uh, there was the one with a better battery, better life, battery life, and I think it had something else going for it too but that was the main thing i think actually that was it it was just the better battery life and on that yeah. point the battery has not changed in this one either um it is the same one okay it's the same one as as that like version two yeah so if, if you don't have a switch for sure get one if you have a switch like i can't see a good reason to upgrade the I would totally. only there consider isn't. it if GameStop has one of those weird like upgrade deals that like I've jumped on in the past for like my Xbox right. One X. Like if GameStop's going to give me like 150 bucks for my Switch in, in to put towards this, I might consider that. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like if let's say you're getting one of these models and then next year they actually announce the next step up. Do you feel burned now? Uh. I mean, I mean that's just how normal Nintendo hardware has always gone. I feel so. Yeah, I think that's why okay. we're here saying like, don't fucking do that, right? Because <laughs> like this is not they're they're not even saying this is an upgrade. It's not called the new Switch. It's literally just called Nintendo Switch OLED. Like, right? There's nothing new about it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Like, well, so uh, yeah. So like, the big question is like. What was causing all these 4K rumors? What was causing this this upgraded hardware rumors? It, does something like that still exist in the foreseeable future, or is it going to now be four years from now we will get, you know, the Switch Pro, yada yada? And so, so I get mm-hmm. so here, so here here's a question for you guys: If someone's planning to buy a Switch this fall, would you recommend getting this one or holding off for maybe next year's Switch Pro? Get this one. I don't, I don't think there's going to be one next year. No. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not convinced because at some point, like there's too many SKUs for the switch when there's not enough difference at this. Don't point. even don't even think about how many different SKUs there were for like the fucking 3DS. Like how <laughs> yeah, many different revisions th- did that get? Like, yeah. The 3DS. Yeah. Was this is this is normal. Bad. This is normal for Nintendo. For sure. Yep. Yeah. I think the the one difference and and kind of un-Nintendo in terms of looking at their track record is just like it almost felt like the Switch Pro was going to be a reality like we it, it felt like we were always a week away from that thing getting announced which has never been the case uh in the past so yeah true who knows, who knows? they have never said like hey we have a big Switch announcement or anything right. yep it's literally just everybody else in the industry that did this yep so it's yeah it's weird it was a weird zeitgeist thing going on there for a while. For sure, yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, I would love to take a look at what this thing looks like. Just, I want to see that screen. Um, and yeah, then, comparative. And, yeah, right. comparative. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'll yeah. get to. Um, they yeah. they kind of showcased it with uh, Metroid, so I bet Metroid is going to look real nice with that thing. Sure. Um, okay, earlier today, Sony had us another state of play live stream. This one was this announced. I never heard about this. And suddenly I got notifications like 15 minutes before it went live. Yep, this was announced. 
uh, at least I knew about this last week is I think when they announced it. Um, they didn't push it. If that's what you're getting at, they just kind of, it wasn't a big one. Is the Yeah, no, they, they came out and, and the, the terminology they're using, like, we are not going to be talking about God of War or Horizon 2. I think there was one other thing, maybe it be PSVR 2. I can't exactly remember what the, the third one was. Uh, but they kind of got out in front to try and say some expectations. And they said, we're going to be focusing on Deathloop, uh, some indies, and some announcements from third parties, which is basically what they did. Right. Sure. Um, I mean, it looks like this article's in order. We can just run through some of this. They announced Moss 2, which I'm excited about. Um, I'm a big fan of Moss. That's a PlayStation VR game. They they said PSVR. I'm really curious. Is that PSVR, PSVR 2, both? Right. Um, no kind of release date or anything, so who knows when that could come out. Um, but that's cool. Uh, they showed off a game called Arcade Geddon, which I think that name is yeah. awful. Like Arcade Geddon, I think is how they said it in the trailer thing. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not. I don't think that's great. Like it, it like does not roll off the tongue easily. Like you have you 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 trip through that word trying to pronounce it. Um, it looks boring. Also. Yeah, inspired kind of just looks like another like multiplayer shooter arcadey thing. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they showed some more tribes of Midgard. Yeah, that comes out soon. So sure. Why not? I guess a very Diablo like thing. Uh, they showed off a game called Fist. Uh, would you play a rabbit yeah. with like a huge machine fist? Kind of reminded me. Um, oh, yeah, that was at an E3. That was at E3. Back. Yeah. Oh, was it? OK, I. I uh, it looks totally cool about this. It does look cool. The the rabbit in the fist made me. Do you guys remember that double fighting game? Like, is it called Hob? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe yes. it wasn't a double fighting game, but it was also about like a like I just remember the imagery was like a little dude with like a big mechanical fist arm. So it just made me think about that. It also made me think of Armello. Doesn't that have a rabbit in it? I mean, it has animals in it. Sure. Yeah, but the <laughs> gameplay is way different. This is like a yeah. A two point five D action adventure actor art like shooter type thing almost more brawl. I I was thinking you know the gameplay like of Dead Cells. This isn't a run based thing, but it's you know it's side scrolling brawler basically. It seems story based. It did. So. The story was actually kind of cool. Like some of the animation was yeah. pretty cool. There was a cool cat lady busting you out of prison. This uh, yeah, the story looks cool. This next game looks incredibly unfor- like sorry incredibly forgettable. Hunters Arena yeah. Legends. Which that's just that's just three words that are in the video game encyclopedia. I don't even remember this one. I'm quickly skimming through it. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's it's just cool. like a fighting. Is this a battle royale or a fighting game? I can't tell from what they're showing. The way our Kotaku says Hunter's Arena Legend is a live service dress up brawler where you fight demons and other <laughs> players coming Sorry, players coming, leaving early access on PC and coming to PS4 and PS5 in August as part of PS Plus. So I guess maybe I'll just like try it out for free. Yeah, sure. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They showed a bit more Sifu. Yes. Yeah. Which I still don't quite understand. Every time the guy died, he got older. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. From the makers of, of Absolver come out sometime and uh, they it also they announced it was delayed to 2022 um, right. this next one uh, one i'm excited about is they actually showed off some gameplay for jet the far shore uh which had been announced uh earlier this year 
Uh, this is again from Super Brothers, the sword and sorcery people. Um, it's it's like an it's like an exploration game that is heavily focused against combat. So it's kind of all about like exploring these planets and not fighting the weird creatures and stuff and whatnot. Uh, Super No Man's Sky vibes from a lot of things. I got some No Man's Sky vibes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely looks interesting. Uh, they showed a Demon Slayer game coming from Sega. Okay. Anime deserves oh, better yeah, than okay. Arena Fighters is what I have to say when it comes to video games. <laughs> Not allowed. Yeah, but unless you're Dragon Ball Z, then you sometimes you get lucky and you get an Arc System game in there. Uh, they show some Lost Judgment, which, yeah, like put that on the Yakuza quest. That's you. You got to put that in there, right, Paul? Uh, I mean, no, I don't think you have to put it in there. But I think you got to put it. Mean, yeah, they're not related. They're in the same city, but they don't have any of the same characters. I don't know. I feel like yeah. you if you if you're gonna do all of them, you got to do all of them. Sure. No, I agree, but I don't think you have to do that one specifically if you're on a Yakuza quest specifically. I, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. Um, they had, there was a trailer for Death Stranding director's cut, which is ex- exactly what you think. Actually, they talked about some of the new stuff. You can like make jumps and stuff. Now there's more guns in there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's my answer. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, then they showed nine minutes of a death loop gameplay and that game still just looks great. I tuned out because I know I'm going to play that, so I don't really want to watch it. Yeah, uh, I I pretty much watched a, a few of it and was like, yeah, this still looks good. I don't want to see more. Uh, I'm just looking forward to Deathloop. Sure, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's coming September. Definitely cannot wait for that. Sure. Uh, all right, uh, Paul, you put this one in here. Doom Eternal's Horde mode. I heard about this. Yeah, Doom Eternal's horde mode is a thing now because they couldn't get the invasion mode that they were working on to uh, work out. They were saying something about how they had like their dudes that were making the game working from home and like they had like three instances of the game up and trying to like work on things while playing it with each other and see how the invasion and networking stuff works and like they didn't have good enough computers to do that properly it was just like a whole mess apparently so they scrapped that and now they are doing a more single player focused horde mode type thing where you can bring in like i don't know stuff from the game i guess and just do your thing and i guess they got like a lot of feedback that the thing people like is the single player stuff and that's what they wanted to focus on more rather than some broken-ass invasion mode thing that they couldn't get to work properly. So that's cool. Thanks a lot, COVID. Yeah, thanks, COVID. God. Uh, yeah, this is a bit of a bummer. The invasion mode sounded kind of cool. If, you, if if people don't remember, that was like char- players would like take over enemy characters while someone's going through the story and you could like fight each other and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Kind of like, a, you know, if you think about Left 4 Dead, how, you know, other players can come in and, and take over the enemies while you're trying to go through the campaign. Uh, it also, it, it, you know, it not being out at this point almost seems odd. Cause like, I can't imagine the people going through the campaign at this point is a high number. Um, right. Yeah. That's so true. it's like, who, who's still playing the, the campaign or they, they're just gonna get rocked when you come in there. Uh, it would have been good for like when they actually put it on game pass somewhat recently, that would have been a good time to launch it and like, yeah, or at launch. 
Yeah, sure, but launch, that but obviously yeah. wasn't going to happen right. cuz it wasn't ready at launch. It wasn't ready, yeah. Um yeah, so that's a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Uh okay, we got some kind of interesting Assassin's Creed news. Uh this leaked and then Ubisoft just kind of made a blog post about it. They talked about kind of a new Assassin's Creed project called Assassin's Creed Infinity. Um Bloomberg <laughs> reported on this initially. Um what they're basically doing is they're now making Assassin's Creed a live service that going forward, the Assassin's Creed titles will slot into. Sure. Uh, which okay. is, what? which is kind of interesting. So the way I'm kind of hearing it is like, if you think of how destiny has like, it's like core game and then they keep adding expansions that you can like go through that quest line. So I'm assuming they'll do something where it's like, Hey, we got a new ancestor for you because it's 2022 and it's fall. And this is the new content. And then there's like 20 hours of gameplay in this new ancestor for you, but you maintain like this core character in some kind of live service. Uh, right. That's kind of what I was reading into this. It sounds like this is a few years off. So who knows if there's going to be an Assassin's Creed before this, or if this is like the next one, they, they didn't really talk about that. There's not a ton of details. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. I'm I'm hoping that this will mean instead of getting like huge tentpole release Assassin's Creeds, they can now focus on kind of smaller stories that will fit into this thing. Um, that would save me a lot of time. My life would appreciate that. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. But uh, honestly, I'm just kind of curious to kind of what this thing is going to do. Um, Dead Sky in the chat's even mentioning. Even Halo Infinite is doing this with their kind of single player game. There's going to be some kind of offshoots and that. So I'm assuming it's going to be kind of a similar thing. Yeah, that's a that's a great point that's brought up. Um, and everything is called Infinite or Infinity at this point, I guess now. Disney yep. Infinity, remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you bought the All new seasons of it. You bought the new characters and you got the new thing. Yeah, there you go. They're following that model. All right, they announced a RoboCop game that's coming 2023. Nice. Okay. That sounds like a fake year, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Yeah. RoboCop Rogue City. What are the chances this sucks? Pretty high. Pretty high. (laughs) Because those last Terminator games have been fucking god-awful, so... Is it the same studio? I don't know. I'm looking What's, into it. I was even doing this. I wonder. This is Nacon, which I'm not familiar with. I'm looking at their website. It looks like they oh, make Oh, this this is Cyanide Studio. Hot titles. I guess they did something for WRC9. Well, they're Halo. the publisher. This is Cyanide, you know, the people that had the Call of Cthulhu bullshit going on, I think. Sticks. Uh Pro Cycling. I don't know. This Not might be building my confidence. Honestly, <laughs> these games are like okay, but not amazing. So that's probably what that game will be. <laughs> It'll probably be okay, but not amazing. I just want Robocop to have a good game. That's all I want. Not a big fan of Why Robocop can't he have the Xbox? at least that. You mean the one Titus made that got like an average of like point nine? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> you can add it to your Steam wish list already. Oh, thank God. Cool. What would I do without that? Wait, the developer is Tayon? Is that what I'm seeing? 
Aeon? That's what I, when I searched up Robocop Rogue City, it says developer Taeon. This is taking me to, wait. This tweet has the wrong thing connected. <laughs> there, that video link takes me to the wrong thing. Holy shit, hold okay, on. I'm gonna, however, when I look up Taeon's Wikipedia page, it's a Polish video game developer. I Maybe this is their first sign. No, they've done some other stuff. Yeah, okay, it's on, <sighs> it's on here. Yeah. Taeon has done... Shovelware. Great. Yeah, a I'm a I'm lot I'm of shovelware. I'm trying to think if any of this is, is anything. They yeah. have 101 dolphin pets for the DSi Oh, wear. thank God. That's, that'll get me excited for RoboCop. They did a game called Terminator Resistance that I guess came out two years yeah, ago. Yeah, they did it! They did the I was them, son of a bitch! <laughs> they did the Terminator one. They did the Rambo the one Rambo that sucked before it. Oh, my God. Oh, they it's got that the studio? Same... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> it's the same studio! <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> I oh. just want... I just want good things. I just want good things. They did a game for the Maybe PS3 this. called Heavy Fire Afghanistan. Oh, that's them? Oh, okay. You you have familiarity with this game? I've heard the name. Okay. Not usually in good comments. Are you, yeah. are you maybe familiar with Vampire Mansion Alinda Hyde Mystery? I can only dream of someday being familiar with that. How about, how about some <laughs> Hubert the Teddy Bear Winter Games? You're enjoying this, aren't you? I don't what, what is this? They put out a game called Steel Empire two years ago? Like the Genesis game? That's what's on the Wikipedia page, but I guess there was a more recent one in 20, sorry, three years ago, 2018. I'm going to assume this game sucks. Steampunk shoot 'em up. Oh, okay, yeah, here we go. I found it. Their most no, recent that, game that is That really Monster does look just like the Genesis game. Monster Truck Championships came out last year. Oh, fuck yeah. That's their most recent game. I bet that's probably one of their better ones, because how do you fuck up a Monster Truck racing game? Yeah, it's getting yeah, that, 7 out of 10 score and stuff. Can so. I, uh, that's, that Steel Empire is, in fact, a port of the Sega Genesis game, which was a then ported to Game Boy Advance, which was then ported to 3DS and is now on Steam. Amazing. What about Ball Fighter for the DSiWare? It's only 500 Nintendo DSi points. I just saw this that one, too, actually. <sighs> hey, man, get that paycheck. That's respect. I mean, yeah. Um, I, yeah, don't hold. get excited for a new RoboCop game, I guess. Bummer. All right, on that note, let's do some questions. If you'd like to send in some questions, it's topperspective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. I'll read these first two from Matthew. Recently, I've decided to do my video game homework uh, and broaden my horizons by playing old JRPGs, a genre I never paid much attention to before. So far, I've played Mario RPG, all the mother games, Chrono Trigger, and next up are the NES, SNES, Dragon Quest, and Final Fantasy games. This is some yeah. long-ass homework. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, kudos on just being on just telling yourself, you, all right, here's the next, like, 300 hours of your life planned. Um, 
So my question is, have you ever done your video game homework and played a game primarily because you wanted to understand its part in gaming history and or because you wanted to experience a genre you hadn't played much of before? That's why I chose Shantae. It's literally I just needed to see that game before I moved on to the ones I knew would be better. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely done this uh, most recently, like Outer Wilds came to mind where it was just like, I need sure. I do need to play through this like. I had a small window of opportunity and like people were had been talking about that game for years being like incredible. It's like, I, I, I need to play that game. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's my job in a way is doing like slight video game history stuff. So. Do you have an yeah, example no. of a game where you were like, I need to play this because it's. I need to know. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's like ten of those. No, it's not my thing. But I was just like, there are ten of these from like the NES up until now. There's gotta be something there. I also feel like Paul and I are kind of doing that with Yakuza. Currently, yeah. 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 That's a good one. The big one for me for years was Persona. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have tons tons of stuff that's on like my video game stuff of like I need to play these. I'm constantly being told things about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like Ace Attorney was that for a while, and then I went through and I and I I did my video game homework. Damn it, I did it. I got an A. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that new one, which comes out in like two weeks or whatever it is. Um, and a follow-up for Matthew. If you could each assign a piece of video game homework to the other two hosts, what would you have them play? I I would love for you two to try Everhood. Well, specifically, John, because I know Sean hates uh, Undertale. So I don't hate Undertale. What? You absolutely hate it. No, I absolutely hate it. I don't it. even have negative feelings towards Undertale. Undertale's fine. I would love to hear uh, what you two have to say about that, but like not enough to make it a TDP plus game. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 it has caught my interest. I watched one of my friends play through it. It looked really cool, but I just never got around to it, basically. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Same as it ever was. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I probably mm. would have said like Osiris Wrath if you guys hadn't played that because of how silly it sure. is. I don't think you like need to, but I just know you guys would have been into it. Um, yeah. So if I could have like forced a game on you, that would have been a good one. Sure. I feel like for me, it would be something from my childhood. It would have to be because mm. I, I, when I was a kid, I used to rent games all the time and I'd play mm. a lot of weird stuff. Or I would just pick some of the stuff that like kind of got me into what I was, what I'm into now. Like, Arrow the Acrobat. I would love to see what you, how you two would feel about that. I know you would both hate it, but I, I'm <laughs> sure. curious to see how long it would take for that to happen. I'm just trying to think of what's another good example. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be like looking at my wall. Uh, yeah, and if we're thinking of like kind of just old games that were like important to us, like I, I would make you guys play like Tales of Symphonia. That's fair. Mm. Yeah, sure. Over here, I say in the chat, isn't the TD Plus episodes technically homework? I guess technically, yeah. yeah. But the kind of homework you want yeah. that you kind of assign to yourself because you just want to get better and you're like, no, I'm going to read ahead that extra chapter because I need to get better at this.
All right. Next question from Kevin. How do you balance free and premium content? Let you know when we find out. (laughs) (laughs) When someone figures it out. Are they asking like specific for like ours or just like in general with games? No, like how how we think companies should do that. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we we're obviously we'll have an opinion like if you guys feel kind of ripped off or not and certain things. I think I think that's kind of the key, though, is like. Is the free I, I like, yeah, Does, is, I like how most companies now do like skins as the premium content. OK, so I'm it doesn't with that. It doesn't affect gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, but like if it's like a, if it's an expansion pass or something like, OK, here's like new story mode or whatever. I'll get that. Sure. But like I, I like most games that are just like, yeah, if you want to give us money here, have like a, a cool outfit. Here's your character in like a in swimwear, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm even fine with paying for um, or like the idea of paying for stuff that does affect gameplay as long as it's not in like a competitive environment, because the, yeah, when you yeah. bring in like pay to win, that kind of ruins things. Um, I'm, I like battle passes. I think those are pretty cool in the and those usually just lead to skins but i love the idea of of you know purchasing like a a, a new thing of progression that i can aim towards um because skins alone like i don't ever really buy skins that doesn't do a lot for me but the fact that i'm buying like the 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 option of unlocking a hundred things now by playing this game that's a big deal to me so like i always buy like the new apex battle pass sure All right, next one from Sukusuku. You find yourself in an unfamiliar office. Loads of computers everywhere and video game consoles. I look at the calendar and the wall says it's early 1994. This is the rare studio and they're deep in making Donkey Kong Country 1. A man comes up to you cracking a joke about Dong Kong, but he's frustrated. Playtesters have been gravitating towards Diddy. Uh, he asks you personally what you would do to make Donkey Kong not be the worst character in his own game. What would you add to DK to make him more fun? Double jump. That's just of doesn't course, make double sense jump. though. Does, is Donkey Kong <laughs> the worst character in Donkey Kong Country One? Uh, I think that's the case. Some people disagree with me, but Diddy Kong is generally better in every aspect. The only thing he can't do that Donkey can is Donkey Kong holds barrels over his head, and Donkey Kong kills heavier enemies in one hit. Okay. It's been so long since I played Donkey Kong Country One. Yeah, I'm doing an LP of it currently. Now, so is Dong Kong a reference to something specific, or was he just kind no, of like rare, setting rare the stage? Just for like us? making. Oh, that's just okay. how rare was in nice. the '90s. Okay. Is he like significantly slower than the other ones? Mm, no, same speed. Although with the roll speed, Diddy is way faster. Because I feel like a lot of the time the bigger characters are slower, and if you could speed them up, that would help quite a bit. I mean, the right answer is in the chat. Make him a girl and let him hover. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Dixie. Dixie's actually the correct answer. That's true. Like Mario 2, Peach can hover. Like OP right there, right? I don't know. John, you're playing it right now. How do you make Donkey Kong better? That's the thing. I can't think of how. I think even like retro kind of struggled with that. And that's why they made the partner Kongs like an attachment to DK. I think that's why they did that. Maybe mm. if you give him like more health because he's bigger. 
So maybe, you, you but that doesn't really work in a game where he's got one hit point already. I, Although that that would help, like just like have him like flinch or something. Well, I like, give him two hit points, and I mean, if he's fallen a pit, yeah. it's still gone. But maybe he can get hit more than once because he's bigger. Yeah, I don't know. it's not a bad answer. Yeah, the problem is I don't, I can't really think of what to do that hasn't already been done. Basically, like even rare themselves, like when they did Donkey Kong Country three, they're like, uh, Kitty Kong, he's basically DK, but he can skip on water. It's a light Kong, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ledge grabbing. Can he mantle? That'd be a good one. That would probably change a lot of that game if you could mantle, though. Yeah. Pick up enemies could also be interesting. What if but he could like, do that in two anyways? If he crouched down and then you mashed one button, he started like rolling really fast and then he would just like <laughs> zoom off. So the sonic spin. Yeah. But no, and if you do that instead, he starts slapping the ground. To find secrets. Nice. Just like real life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be real. I don't know. Because I think I think Retro Studios found the best one, which is just like, yeah, you got a partner. Now you, you got, he's got more health and he also now has whatever the partner's ability is. He's just a tankier version uh, and then can use the other people's abilities. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Next question from Sukusuku. Once you finish answering, you find yourself back in the same office. The year is 2003. No sign of Microsoft anywhere. Your actions have made Nintendo take a greater stake in Rare due to the greater success of Donkey Kong Country 1. That's impressive considering the success of Donkey Kong Country 1. The man, <laughs> that man comes up to you once again. He's having trouble thinking how to make the next game of the DKC series. They kind of shot themselves in the foot last time, hinting towards boxing in some way. How would you make a Donkey Kong Country game with boxing in mind? For those of you not familiar with the series, K. Rule's always been a step ahead. Uh, he's hinted towards piratry in 1, science in 2, and boxing in 64. Yeah, that checks, actually. So we have to make a Donkey Kong Country game with boxing in mind. Yeah. Which is easy, because they already did that. That's called Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. That's the bongo game. That is he boxing? I thought he are. was like, is that yeah, not a platformer? You literally fist fight other other gorillas. That's what all the boss <laughs> fights are. The gorilla fist fights. Oh, okay. But the main game is it's a platformer, right? Yes. But okay. that's also what Jungle Beat is. Jungle Beat is a platformer and a boxing game oh, okay. with the bongos. So it's just a rare version of Jungle Beat. What I haven't seen this boss fight. I've just seen the, the platformer, I guess. Right, does it look like Punch Out? That's what I'm assuming. Ish. Okay. I mean, it gets, it's, it's bongo, so you've only got two buttons and clapping. There's not much you can work with. I, w I think they should make like an arms game, but it's like a Donkey Kong, like Kong brawler. And all the Kongs mm -hmm. are there and they've got different abilities and stuff. Um, no one's got Be slinky cool. arms. You got to get close up there. The ape from Ape Out's there because like, why not? He's like a fun guest character. So there's some fun <laughs> jazz drums playing when he pops up. Sure. Last question. Uh, sort of blast from the past. How would you make a Blue Man Group video game? It's got to uh, be a rhythm game. Yeah, it's I'd be basically... I'd make Lemmings with a just bunch of blue men and then the five that make it to the end just start playing on drums. 
done. Oh, okay. I was I was going with John with the rhythm game thing, and you get a fun. Yeah. Instead, you, you get kind of like the that that drum controller that they have, um, but instead of a drum, it's like a PVC pipe. Yeah. Um, that you can like make longer, so it makes a different sound. Uh, there's no text in the game. It's all just like <laughs> symbols. The yep. So you have to kind of figure out how to how to navigate through the thing. Since the big thing with Blue Man Group is pipes and just kind of making things that normally aren't instruments into instruments, I want a game that's like pipe maze, you know, like where you got to like lead the fluid yeah. through the pipe list at the end. But the more pieces you put into it, the more varied the sound and the soundtrack builds up during it. That'd be kind of cool. Like if you had like a checklist of like, hey, you need to be able to like make these notes and you have to figure out kind of puzzle game style. OK, if I connect these, then it makes this note. Yeah. But yada, yada, yada. That'd be kind of interesting. And then by the end of it, you get That'd a cool, be cool song. Yeah. Nice. Final Insanity writes, I came across an NPC dialogue while playing an older fan translation of a game that completely took me out of it and was definitely not there in the original game. Everything before an actor, while unpolished in spots, was totally fine. But this one line was so random and in poor taste that it sounded that it soured the play session. Have you ever had something similar where your mood for a game was soured by something that just felt completely out of place or inappropriate, even if something small. Yeah, but that's also completely how those fan translations were. People would just make characters randomly fucking swear for no reason. There's oh, literally yeah. so there's a Japanese version of Labyrinth, the movie, as an as a Famicom game, and the original translation just has David Bowie just swearing a bunch at the girl. Weird. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Um, like that's that's just how fan translations were back then. It sucks going to it now, but yeah, that's unfortunate. That was an accepted pain in the ass with the the field. I remember having a pretty good time mechanically with Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z, but every time like any writing dialogue anything came up, I was like, just shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> I hate everything yes. about this. I agree. Yaiba's well, actually, I think I don't think Yaiba's writing was even that good. Even mechanics, rather, were that good. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of similar with uh, Outriders. I really enjoyed that gameplay. <laughs> but, like every time story stuff comes up, I was like, this is this is garbage. Like totally, it's the only yeah. game that I've, like skipped cutscenes because I was like, I cannot deal with your terrible writing right now. Um, sure. Uh, and then kind of in a similar vein, this didn't sour me on the game, but it definitely was like, what the hell? What it, it, what came to mind was um, Cuphead, when you go to the shopkeeper the first time, just like the audio filter they have on that guy's like voice oh, is yeah. just so gnarly sounding <laughs> that it was like, what what is like that? That takes you out of the moment for sure, I think. Yeah, sure. Bioshock Infinite for me. Um, there was a point where they were just they were trying to show it's a period piece. So they're like, here's racism. Oh, here's just a like lot no of reason. racism. And the, like the characters are just like. Yeah, that's just how it is. It's just like the it's just the weird like trying to set the period with they're trying to set the piece with just like. Yeah, you can tell racism's bad. Racism is bad because we keep showing you that it's bad, like weird, uncomfortable shit like that. When it's just like you can just say it. That's just, you can just say that. It's fine. Sure. sure. Uh, 
Is it me? Yes. Where are we? Yep. Boardco 2 writes, has a power outage or uh, has a power outage or otherwise ever caused you to lose a lot of work, whether it be game progress, schoolwork, etc.? Yep, I lost a project once due to uh, hard drive failure for university. Yeah, I was going to say a power outage, never, but I've definitely had a computer just like a hard drive crash, uh, stuff like that, for sure. I don't think I have. Nothing really comes to mind. Uh, in college, I cracked my wrists tobogganing down a hill and when I hit a rock. And as a result, I couldn't do my final assignment in my sculpture class. So I just got out of doing that. And that was great. Okay. Except, sure. for, except for my, the part where my wrist was fucked up for a few weeks. Um, but that's, I don't know. There's my answer. Okay. I think it's my turn now. Yep. Uh, VGC Kenny writes in and says, are you ever surprised about people's reaction to games? I was talking with some friends and I was telling them that Guacamelee 2 is so much better than 1, but my friend pointed out that he heard the opposite, generally speaking, and that surprised me. Oh yeah, the word of mouth screws up things all the time. I, I keep telling the story about how I had friends that told me Final Fantasy 9 sucked. Don't play it. And it is generally mm. considered the best PlayStation 1 one, so this is how is it works it? out sometimes. Like over 7? generally from fan word of mouth i've heard that i don't know if that's overall the case but most people i've talked to since have been like yeah your friend was an idiot i feel like i don't hear anyone (laughs) talk about final fantasy 9 just yeah um yeah i don't have a great example at the moment of one i'm sure i have it seems pretty yeah especially because we're in a video game bubble so like yeah yeah it's weird talking to people that are not in a twitter bubble or talks about video games or whatever like everything is completely different i'm always surprised when i hear people like not interested in game pass i know i totally get want not wanting to be interested in game pass i don't get people that aren't interested in game pass and then they buy every game that's on game pass after that it's just like Sure. Yeah, I get not wanting to be part of a subscription service, but you just save so much money. Yeah, it's like I think I was hearing a statistic that like Forza 4 and Master Chief Collection are like selling extremely well on Steam. And it's like, what, why sure. are you you guys doing this? <laughs> like, just just get Game Pass. Some uh, people want to just own their games. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, there's also a subsection uh, and a lot of people that PC game that just won't buy anything if it's not on Steam. Yeah. Because fuck downloading anything else ever. Steam, Steam, Steam. But whatever. It's their money. They can do what they want with it. Yep. Uh, Lineback writes, Why do people make fun of certain consoles for not having exclusives, but then turn around and get angry about them having exclusives? Because people are stupid. Yeah, people are bad. Because that's the internet, baby. Yeah, people are just bad. People want to have a reason to get upset. Uh, it's like weird, uh, like console war mentality when it's like, why? Yeah. So they, they just need to grasp onto any reason why they can, for some reason, say that their console is better than yours. Um, and anything against that, they have to just argue. Because it's like yep. some, it's like a weird, it's like they self-identify with their console for some reason, which is the craziest thing. 
It, yeah, it becomes part of your personality. Which, don't let that happen to you. <laughs> True. Or at least These find a way to make not, money off of it if you're going to do I'm that, not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's just how it works out. No, for sure. Companies don't give a fuck about you, so don't care about them that way. It's ridiculous. All right, Rasterman7. What video game character would make for a great pet stroller? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What does this mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna... I don't know. <laughs> like... Make for a great, great pet, pet stroller. stroller. So, like, like something that's literally going to carry your pet around? Like, could I say, like, a Yoshi? What about, like... Yeah. Rush. He turns into different vehicles for Mega Man all the time. Yoshi okay. and Yoshi and Rush are probably the correct. I don't answer. know if, it's a, if there's a video game. What about Turbo Teen? <laughs> sure. What else has wheels? <laughs> What's the thing that has just wheels? Like, yeah, just some kind of like any kind of ve- like vehicle or motor transportation. The boat from Wind Waker. Totally. Yeah. The, the Great Red Lion or, or whatever his name is. King of Red Lions, yeah. King of Red Lions, there you go. But I mean, you could even just be like, Master Chief, that guy can carry a baby. He's got two sure. legs. Only if it's downloaded into his head. Maybe, yeah, there you go, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. true, yeah. But I mean, that's, no, sorry, not a baby, a, a pet. A pet, same It's got to be like pet friendly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Rush and Yoshi. Those are probably the... Birdo, yeah, put the answers. pet right in his mouth. Her mouth. It's their mouth. Their mouth, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Rinku says, what is the worst fan base you've ever dealt with? I always have scuffles with the Sonic fan base, so that's it for me. Even universe. <laughs> I will say Rainbow Six Siege. Sure. The Phantom Aegis, what's your favorite special edition console you've seen or own? I like that Resident Evil 5 Blood Red. Uh, I do too. Xbox. That one was really yep. nice. Okay. Yep. I th- here, let's let's answer both. So answer the one you own and then the one you you've seen or that you you want to own. I have the gold PS4 Slim. That one's nice. I didn't know there was a gold PS4 Slim. Yeah. Hey, that is cool. What did that was, did that come with in a time with a game? No, just gold controller and gold system. Here's the here's the controller for those watching the video podcast. Oh yeah, that's pretty nice. Okay. What about you, Paul? I don't buy exclude I don't know these consoles. The red one's nice. <laughs> red good. Yeah, red good. I don't buy special edition consoles ever. I don't typically. Um, are ones I have though. I might just not have any uh, special cool ones. Um, well, the problem is most of us usually buy our systems the minute they come out. Right. I guess can. I get, I have the um, the Famicom Super Famicom Game Boy Micro. Oh yeah, there you go. So that's yeah, a, that that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I also have a Game Boy Advance SP that has like the Who Are You logo on it, uh, which is kind of c- cool, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, I guess if that counts too, then I've got like a Hello Kitty Game Boy Pocket, which is kind of neat. Yeah, sure. Um, I would love, and this is like on my list of like 
if, if I see it finally on sale, I'll pick it up. I would love one of those Galaxy Purple 3DSs, new 3DSs. I've just, I've just always wanted one of those. Um, oh, I, I actually have a different answer. The uh, wooden PS4 looking Sekiro Special <laughs> Edition. Okay. So fucking cool. Sure. There you go. Uh, I think it would be awesome to own a Spice Orange GameCube. Sure. All right, last one here. Yeah, from Paul. Zombie Twinkie writes, so let's say that Dom from Fast and Furious shows up in a video game. Yeah, here we go. And looks to help the protagonist with the power of cars and family. Checks out. What game would what game would be the most fun to see him in? What would be most hilariously bad? Tetris. So what does he do in Tetris? He drives up with line pieces for you. Okay. Just like like four by ones, you mean? Yeah. Okay. He lines up with the exact piece you need for a Tetris. All right. I'm gonna say, and this could actually work Mortal Kombat. Ooh, yeah that'd be yeah. pretty great i think yeah. that's a pretty good answer if i say so myself that would be awesome he has a ton of ridiculous lines and stuff he could be saying he would definitely would break out a corona like you put it put him in mortal Kombat. sure i was gonna go kind of dark as well and say like hotline miami somebody that's killed the fa- someone in the family so Ooh, okay, revenge. yeah that makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. All right, that's uh, gonna do it. Oh, you have more? No, no, no. Go. go uh, that's gonna do it for questions this week. Um, if you would like to send in a question for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Uh Gears 5. I'll give it to Everhood. And I will give it to Crosscode. Uh, all right, some cool things to keep uh, an eye out for. Next week, we are doing our special Patreon-specific question episode, which we are calling Wisdom of the Ancients, because these que- questions are ancient, and we are going to impart wisdom upon them once again. So if, if you haven't heard about this, we're going to be pulling from the oldest questions that we possibly had sent to us that we have that we still have access to, and we're going to answer them again. Um. And I said in the past, I wasn't able to get into the Hotmail account, but Dead in Sky Dedinsky um, reached out and transcribed the first official 10 questions for us. So if you see him which on the crazy, d- which is absolutely crazy, like, holy smokes, thank you so much. If you see him in chat, if you see him in discord, you know, give him a round of applause because he is making this episode so much better than it was going to be. We're pulling from the Facebook group. We're pulling from the Gmail back in 2012. There's going to be, I pulled 30 questions that we're going to go through next week. That'll happen after the next show. So get excited for that. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you you have to jump in at the, uh, at the $2 level. Basically, if you have access to TDP plus, you will have access to this. This will also give you access to our 2009 game of the year episode. It's a great time to jump in on the Patreon right now. So you can get all this bonus stuff uh, for the one price. Um, other than that, we did, we recorded our bug fables episode last week. So that's also fresh and hot and that's out there. So if you're interested in that, check that one out. 
And as a reminder, we're doing Backbone this month, uh, so get excited for that later on this month. Uh, other than that, though, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Everybody. Bye.